happy Saturday and welcome back. Today I'm talking about the unknown. I can say that I've learned a lot during this season. I learned how to bake. I learned how to run longer than five minutes without wanting to cry. I learned to appreciate going outside. I've learned to enjoy every moment spent with my family, even if that means me going home and my grandma calling my name every hour on the hour. I learned that spending an entire day in bed doesn't mean I should feel bad and that binging Netflix for 72 hours straight doesn't make me feel like a horrible person. I also learned the hard stuff. I learned that everyone isn't worth your time and just because you have all of this allotted time does not mean that it should be given away lightly. I learned that not being in control is really just allowing God to be in control. I've learned that nothing is promised no matter how promising it might have seemed six months ago. And I learned that the unknown is whatever you make of it. Isn't it funny how kids don't worry about what's going to happen tomorrow or next year? Like they don't even focus on anything other than what's happening in the moment. Unless you tell them you're going to Disney World in six months, then every day they're going to be trying to see if it's time yet. But whether they are sad, angry, happy, whatever they are feeling, they are focused on the present. They may get angry with you and they might have a grudge for the next hour, but eventually something else will come along so they let it go. Sometimes I wish we had the ability to do that, to focus only on the present and what we can control rather than focusing so much on what we can't, on what we don't know. We should be more childlike in that sense, not worrying about what's to come, but actually living in the moment, acknowledging how we feel in the moment. Changing the circumstances that you can change of that moment. Of course, this doesn't mean just live on a high not thinking about your actions or the outcome that they might produce. Because if it's something we can control and we know the outcome might not be what we want, then yes, think about the future in that sense. Think about the future you want and what it might take to get there. But don't focus on so much as the steps or worrying about the how. Those are things you cannot always control. I find myself struggling with it because so often I think of different ideas and different things I want to do, but I'm so focused on the how. Like, okay, yeah, I can do this, but how am I going to do this? How am I going to get people to become invested in it? How am I going to make a difference with it? How am I going to get it started? How am I going to get it to come together? Like my mind immediately goes to the how and the excitement that I once had for doing something is immediately replaced. And I start thinking, oh, I can't do this because now I'm too focused on I don't know the way to do this. I love Steve Harvey as a comedian and as a motivational speaker. And I once heard him say, getting what you want is up to you and how you get there is up to God. And that has stuck with me because God gives us all vision and that's his way of nudging you towards something that he wants you to do. But we get so caught up on how are we going to do it that we just don't. We give up, we stop, and we settle for something less. If nobody told you, stop settling. You don't have to and you aren't meant to. I can admit that there are things that I have settled for in my life, but never once did I think that I couldn't get more or that I wasn't destined for more. 
it was just more easy. It was more convenient to maybe accept that job or to accept that relationship or to hang out with that person. It took little to no effort, but the best things in life take all the effort and it takes all the work and you just have to be willing to do your part because God will come through on the rest. Don't worry about the win. The things we plan on earth are not always in our favor. There are a lot of trips planned that cannot be taken right now. There are a lot of events planned that will be rescheduled. There are a lot of goals set that won't be met. And guess what? It's completely out of our control. If this season has taught you nothing, it should have taught you that life is out of our control. It seems like life is continuing to move on even while we are stagnant, while we are on our couch or while we're at our desk doing work from home, while we're eating everything, life is still going on. There are still people that are getting married with no one watching. There are still people that are dying without their entire family being able to come to their funeral. There are still people being born with no one in the hospital to witness it. Time did not stop. Life did not stop. The only thing that stopped is our ability to control anything. But what we can control is how we respond to our feelings. During this quarantine coronavirus season, I am no stranger to worrying about what's next. Isn't it funny how we know how we should feel or respond, but we can't take our own advice? Like, my friends have called me. They've been worried. They've been going through things. And I can tell them exactly what to do. But when it comes to me having to do those things, I need them to repeat it to me because it's like I forget. It's like that doesn't apply to me when it does and it helps, but it's harder to follow something that you know you should do when you're the one that's trying to tell yourself to do it. When this virus first happened, it seemed unlikely that it would last long. It seemed like there would be a resolution and everything would be back to normal within a couple of weeks. But two weeks turned into four, which turned into six. And now I'm really just wondering if I'll be able to spend my winter birthday with my friends. I enjoyed the time alone and I became very grateful for it. But when the first holiday hit without my family and the weekends that were planned with people close to me got canceled, I immediately felt defeated. I felt sad. I felt lonely. A wave of emotions that were spiraling down to some sort of depression. And to top that off, my allergies started sending me into a panic because I couldn't figure out if there were signs of the virus and is it okay for me to take medicine or should I stay away from work? And if I don't work, then who's going to pay my bills? And what if I pass out of my house? Because I live alone, so who's going to find me? And and how am I going to tell the people I love goodbye since they won't be able to see me if I was in the hospital? I started worrying about everything. Endless thoughts of things that weren't currently happening, but that I could not escape, that I could not control. One by one, thing by thing, I started losing control over everything that I had control over six months ago. Me and God in my closet-made war room spent a lot of time together trying to make decisions. I spent a lot of time crying, a lot of time reflecting, and a lot of time realizing what he was trying to tell me all along, that he was in control. 
And now I can say that I've learned to give up my control during this time. And hopefully I'll remember the importance of releasing it once this is over. I've learned that being there for my friends is more important than catching up on the show. I've learned to enjoy being outside even if I hate the creatures summer brings. I've learned to be more in touch with my feelings and careful how I respond when I'm frustrated. I've appreciated sitting down, cutting my phone off, and drinking tea while writing and completely focusing on what I'm doing without worldly distractions. I've learned to answer every phone call from my loved ones when I'm available and not just call them back when I feel like it. And I've learned to not touch my face as much. (laughs) But the same way we view the good and bad about a potential life partner is the same way we should view the good and bad about life, especially when it seems to be more bad than good. So I'll start you off. You woke up this morning. I think that should be a three-pointer. You have food to eat. I'm no good when I'm hangry. So that's definitely three points for me. You have someone to call, you have clothes, you have your health, you have a bed, you have the necessities. So be present and be grateful. One of my favorite quotes is, you can plan the picnic, but you can't predict the weather. Kids don't worry about the unknown because they don't know what's going to happen. So why are you worried when you have the same dilemma as them? This week, I want you to write down a couple of things that you're grateful for, especially when you're feeling at a loss. And let me know some of the things you come up with on your list. Thank you guys for listening. Subscribe, rate, comment, and don't forget new episodes drop every Saturday.